0: good morning everybody welcome to coffee date with purpose so glad that you are here it is thursday morning my goodness how is everybody doing the weather let's just have a little weather story let's just talk about the weather it's getting warmer it's getting warmer Snow is gone, pretty much gone where we are. I don't know where you are, but the snow is pretty much gone where we are. So I'm pretty excited about that. Good morning, everyone, as you're coming in. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. So glad you have joined in today. Uh, Welcome, everyone. Good morning. Good morning, as I just see people coming in. So glad that you're here. Uh, So welcome, everyone who's joining live or if you're watching on the replay or if you are listening on the podcast. We welcome you in today. So glad that you are here on this lovely Thursday morning. So, this week we had Valentine's Day. Tell, 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 what did everybody do for Valentine's Day? What was your, uh, Thing. Are you a Valentine's Day person? Do you celebrate Valentine's? Is it a big deal for you? Or is it just like another day? <laughs> uh, for us, Daryl and I, we we aren't like big like planners and there lies sometimes a bit of a problem because... Valentine's Day evening we're going to different restaurants trying to get in and it's like oh you're gonna have to wait an hour you're gonna have to wait an hour and a half and we're like you know what this is just not worth it. So we ended up going to our favorite place and got a pizza and went home and watched Netflix and it was the best night ever like it was so fun we just had a great time together um and so just um you know sometimes you just gotta just Do the down low thing. But tell me, what do you guys do? Are you guys doing big things? Anyways, mug of the day in honor of Valentine's Day. I don't have a mug that says anything about my husband, so I thought I would show you some love. Dog mom. dog mom this is my mug of the day this is this mug must be like I swear it's an 18 ounce mug like I put a coffee in here and it's literally just comes to about here it's a massive mug for those of you who can't see because you're listening on the podcast it's just this massive mug that says dog mom and has some bones on it it's really cute it's massive it's like one of those mugs that is bigger than your hands (laughs) Everyone, okay, I'm just reading what people are doing. snowstorm here on Valentine's Day, so we spent it at home. Cindy said, "Ah, oh, see, you're like us. We didn't have a snowstorm. Sorry about the snowstorm we are we're experiencing spring weather in February. I can't express how much I love this." <laughs> You got to understand I have lived the majority, not all of my life, but the the largest majority of my life I have lived in the north. And so um you know, we have snow till like July, I swear sometimes. <laughs> so I'm quite enjoying living in southern Ontario. Anyways, let's get into the word today. Just on the note of Valentine's Day, I thought we would kind of just incorporate a little bit about um, love in that so before I start talking about love we're gonna talk about the opposite and um, we're gonna talk about judgment being judgmental um, Susan says yep we live in Quebec so she knows she gets where I'm coming from <laughs> we're gonna talk a little bit today about judging oh isn't that a horrible thing when we when we use that word judging it it gives us kind of like a like creepy crawly up our back like it just sounds so horrible and 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 we would never want to admit that we ever have judged anybody or anything in any way shape or form do we we don't want to admit that um, but I'm just going to talk about that a little bit today, and then we're going to talk about the opposite of that, and that would be love. Okay, so um, the story that I want to pull from, and I mean, there's there's all kinds of examples in the Word of God to talk about judging. But um, the one that I really, I just, the story I just find very profound, and it's the story of David when he was a young shepherd boy and uh, Samuel just to give you a little bit of preface on on the story Samuel was looking to anoint a king and God told Samuel to go to see a man named Jesse and from Jesse would be some sons and God said go and see his sons and I will show you which son to anoint as king OK, so this is a deal like we need to understand because um, we often read this story and just think about it as, you know, like, oh, Samuel just showed up to the house one day. And Jesse was like, oh, here's my sons and and just pick one. But it really wasn't. It was more of that. It was actually uh, Samuel came and it talks about how they plan to do a sacrifice unto the Lord. This was like a deal. This was like a huge party celebration that was about to take place because Samuel was coming and he was going to be anointing one of Jesse's sons as king. Like this is a deal, people. This is a deal. And so like it's it it's not like let's just come and have tea like this is a deal, so it's like a big event planned, and so Samuel shows up to the house and he, you know they're ready for this and and they line up Jesse lines up his seven sons and and so i'm gonna let me let me get into this scripture let's read it from there let me read we're gonna read first Samuel chapter sixteen, and I'm gonna read um Let's read from verse 6. When they arrived, Samuel saw Eliab and thought, Surely this is the Lord's anointed who stands before me. Because he's looking at the outward appearance, right? He's looking at Eliab and he's a strapping young man, strong, right? But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not consider his appearance or his height. For I have rejected him. The Lord does not look at the things people look at. People look at the outwardly appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. Let's just pause there for a second. We're talking about judgment and how sometimes people will look at the outward appearance and make a judgment call on what you feel or think about that person. Okay, um, and I, and I want to kind of even expand that to not even just be where we might judge the person, but we might even judge a situation that is happening maybe at work, um, at home, at church. You know, we might judge what we see with our own physical eyes and judge what we think is taking place or what we think ha- is happening, and sometimes that actually can come out of our own Past experiences sometimes we will judge on our own past um, things that we have experienced in our lives or uh, You know, so so sometimes we can judge um, In a wrong manner with what we think what we perceive to be true, but isn't actually true Okay, so that's where we're going with this today. I know this is a tough one. So um, God looks at the heart God knows what is really going on inside of, okay? So it says, but the Lord looks at the heart. So let's continue on. Verse 8. Then Jesse called Abnadab and had him pass in front of Samuel. But Samuel said, the Lord hasn't chosen him either. Jesse had Shema pass by, but Samuel said, ah, the Lord hasn't chosen him either. They're like wondering what's going on. Jesse had seven of his sons pass before Samuel, but Samuel said to him, the Lord has not chosen any of these. They're getting really confused because Jesse is like, Ta-da! Here are my sons. Pick a son. Wouldn't he be wonderful? And Jesse goes down the line. Sorry, Samuel goes down the line to each of the sons and God denies each and every one of them and Samuel is confused he's like I know God brought me here I know God said come to the house of Jesse and Jesse's just given me his sons and you haven't chosen any of them God I'm really really confused and then we read in uh, verse 11 so Samuel asks Jesse are these all of your sons Cause I don't understand the Lord told me to come here and, and anoint one of your sons but we've just gone through the line and God denied all of them are you sure these are all your boys like it's kind of a weird question to ask when you think about it because when you'd be like well of course these are my children like I don't have any other children I just showed you all my children. that's what we would think it would be a weird awkward question to ask do you have, like, hiding somewhere in a basement, in a cupboard somewhere? Do you happen to have another son somewhere? <laughs> oh, funny. Here's Jesse, the dad's response. There is still, in my version of the NIV, it says the youngest. But he is tending the sheep. In other versions, it might say a different word other than the youngest, but when we take this word back to the original, original language and the original meaning, it actually means either the runt or the insignificant one. So Jesse is literally saying to Samuel, yes, I have another son, but he's the runt. He's the insignificant one. He's the one who's out there tending sheep. He's unimportant. We didn't even invite him to the party. That's how Jesse looked at his son David. Imagine. Oh, breaks my heart. Samuel said, send for him we will not sit down until he arrives they are not going to sit down and eat this meal that they have prepared this big celebration this big feast we are not going to have any part of this feast until you bring that son to me samuel said send for him so he sent for him and when he brought him in he was glowing with health and had a fine appearance and handsome features The Lord said, rise and anoint this one. That's the one that God wanted to be anointed or oil poured over his head, anointed as king. The one that Jesse thought was the insignificant one. The one that Jesse thought was the runt. See, here's the thing. We can judge in what we think is the perfect thing to fit The scenario of whatever, right? Whatever the situation is, we can decide in our brains. um, When we meet somebody, we can automatically decide whether we're going to like them or not. When we meet somebody, we can decide whether they are um, fit into the mold of whatever we think they should fit into. When we're in certain situations that maybe we don't completely understand, we can judge on what the situation is, what it's going to turn out like, what it's going to be. Um, when we don't know what God's will and what God's plan is, we can decide in our brains, in our minds, what we think will be the outcome. What we think Um, how we think it should go, in the ways that we think it should go, in the way it should all come together and come to be and come to pass, or how that person should be, whatever, whatever. We can just decide in our brains and judge how we think it should be. But God looks at the inside. God looks at, um, in situations God maybe has a different purpose, a different plan than what we think. God looks at the heart of people And this is how I told you we were going to talk about love this is how we are to look at other people. And this is the love chapter, and you're probably all very, very familiar with it. And we all use it at weddings, don't we? Like the love. But we need to really, really pay attention to this verse and understand that this verse, as much as as much as much we use it for weddings, and God bless everybody who does, but the actual context of this verse is God is challenging us as Christ believers, as Christ followers, how we should be responding to people and to different situations so first corinthians 13 and we're going to read verse 4 to 8 love is patient love is kind let's just pause there for a minute patient we need to not only be patient with each other and not judge each other Um, We need to be patient in situations that maybe don't make sense to us, that we perceive maybe turning into this way or going in this direction in in our perception, but God actually may have a plan. So we need to be patient and wait for God's plan, God's anointing, God's clarity. Love is kind. Let's be kind to people, not judge people on the manner that we think they are. Let's not judge situations. Let's be kind. It does not envy. So don't look at other people and go, oh, I wish I had their house. I wish I had, you know, whatever, their whatever. Or um, wish I had their car. Wish I had their life. Wish I had their job. Um, Whatever. It does not boast. So let's not be prideful. Pride is like the biggest uh destroyer of a Christian life when we allow pride to come in when we start to feel like we are better we know better we understand better we're better than that person we understand and we know this situation and it should go this way because we know better okay so don't be boastful don't be pr- it's not proud it's not proud that's the next words it's not proud uh boasting don't like i'm so good i'm so uh," no don't do that it doesn't does not boast it does not dishonor others when we are judging others when we are judging people when we are judging situations we are dishonoring them it's not self-seeking we're not in this for something for self-gain everything we do everything we say every thought every idea every every way we look at people should always be in a godly fashion so that we give glory to the lord okay so not self-seeking it's not easily angered oh that's a hard one right um let's not just fly off the handle and get angry at silly little situations let's find out what why are we feeling this way? Why why is it raising up these emotions inside of us? And, and figure that out before we kind of like chew somebody up, okay? So it's not easily angered. It doesn't keep record of wrongs. How dare we go? Oh yeah, well remember when you did this. Or if we want to talk about not just people, but if we want to talk about situations at work at church, or whatever you know, like we can keep records of how many times you know the pastor has irritated us. We can keep record of how many times that person looked at me the wrong way. We can keep record of how many times the church did this, and they should have done you know what I mean? don 't keep record of wrongs, just get over it yourself <laughs> don 't keep record of wrongs. love does not delight in evil. Don't be happy when somebody who you think deserves punishment gets punishment and you're like, yes, they deserved everything. No, 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 don't do that. Does, this is the word. This is not Wendy talking. This is the word of God. So, you know, that's take it up with Jesus. It does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. It always protects, always trusts. Always hopes, always perseveres, love never fails. So always trusts, always brings hope, always always perseveres, always protects. So when, you know what, maybe when you're in a situation and somebody is talking kind of yucky about somebody else, Maybe be that person who tries to bring good into the situation, to try to bring positive into the situation, into the conversation about that person or into the conversation about that situation. Why not be the person who says, you know what? maybe we need to pray about this. Maybe we need to seek the Lord. Maybe we need to ask questions and figure out why. Maybe. And try to look for the positive and protect. Rather than pouncing, let's protect. Let's bring hope. Let's bring kindness. Um, I know that's tough, eh? It's... it's, yeah, not easy. And we're, none of us are perfect. Please don't don't feel this is a, a a hard judgment, you know, like none of us are perfect and certainly won't be until we get to heaven. Um but can we make a conscious effort to do the best that we can to not judge people, not judge situations, but look to the Lord first and act in a manner that Jesus would okay kind of brings us back to what would Jesus do and I know that was kind of like a tagline that we all use for a long time and we kind of like it just kind of lost its power after a while because it was all kind of like just became kind of like just a tag um but let's really think about that What would Christ do in every situation when we're considering people, when we're considering situations? How would Christ respond and how should we respond? Anyways, everyone, I pray that this encourages you and challenges you. Come on out Sunday morning to View Church. We would love to have you, 10 30 a.m. Monday is family day. I hope you are enjoying time with your family and having a great time together and just uh, having a great day off, sleeping in, doing whatever it is that you do. Thank you for watching. Can I encourage you when this is over, click that share button? Let's get this message out to as many people as we possibly can. Let's pray right now. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you for checking us in our spirit on our attitudes and our thoughts and the ways that we look at life help us to be the best example again god i pray of you let us not judge but let us love hard hard i pray god be with us thank you that you are patient with us that you love us unconditionally and you don't um negate us you don't you are always there to kind of pick us up and dust us off and we thank you for that god Be with my friends. Thank you, Lord, for this time. In Jesus name. Amen. Thanks everyone for joining. I'm so glad that you joined in this morning. Click that share button and write in the comments. I will love unconditionally. See you soon. Bye, everyone.